0: Welcome to the Sales Talent Recruitment Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. In this CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast, we'll talk about the right comp formulas and how to conduct a sales compensation audit. There are many sales experts who agree that long-time one-size-all-fits compensation practices probably hurt businesses overall, yet companies struggle to find the right compensation structure formulas that support their sales success. Constantly changing what those practices are often result in poor performance and failure to achieve required sales targets. Auditing your sales compensation plans helps to identify design elements that are working and should be doubled down on, and where changes must be made to continuously improve program effectiveness. Conducting a sales compensation audit also helps determine any deficiencies in how your roles are structured, process problems, and data issues that must be resolved to optimize sales performance. The audit report provides a blueprint for short- and longer-term improvement. And understanding how your overall sales compensation program aligns with your business goals and how sales, marketing, and service strategies will help achieve those goals is critical to today's highly competitive local and global economies. Audits also help you identify possible risks if the existing plans are left in place without change or the opportunity to add or modify performance with tweaks to your existing designs. Our guest today is David Johnston. David is the founder and CEO of Sales Resource Group, Inc., a leading consultancy company with extensive experience in the design and development of sales compensation programs for organizations across North America and around the world. He has a broad international consulting background and offers experience and a participative approach when consulting with clients, and over 25 years of experience working with organizations from diverse fields, such as broadcast media pharmaceuticals, telecommunications, information technology, retail manufacturing, membership organizations, and financial services. David teaches total rewards, communications, and sales compensation for World at Work and is a member of the Canadian Professional Sales Association. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. David, thank you so much for being on the CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast. Before we dive into the rest of the show, why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do today?
1: Thanks for having me on the show, Kevin. I'm uh, My name is Dave Johnston. I'm a uh, consultant uh, that specializes in the design and development of sales compensation programs for medium to large size organizations. We've worked pretty much across every uh, type of sales channel and uh, sales plan that you can think of. And uh, today I uh, work primarily as an independent and I'm uh, enjoying everything that I do. It's a, 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 out there today, the sales compensation field is wide open and there's a lot of opportunity for young people who, who want to go into sales, although it is starting to change. I'm finding uh, sales the sales environment as well as sales compensation is changing.
0: So Dave, many companies today struggle to find the right compensation structure formulas that support their sales success. And it seems quite the daunting task, especially for established growing companies and larger larger organizations.
1: So what should be the first few steps? Our experience has shown that research-based sales compensation design provides much better outcomes and supports uh, sales success to a much greater degree. And when I say research-based, it means that as opposed to just uh, sitting down and trying to create the new plan, you need to go back through uh, what you've been doing over the last year or two years and look at the performance of your plans, uh, where it's been, uh, it's worked well, what hasn't worked well. You need to look at what the payouts have been and, and the performance distribution of your salespeople in terms of how they've achieved against their targets over the last couple of years. Uh, Going through the right research and having the information that you need in order to assess where you want to go uh, is critical as a a first step uh, in terms of the design process.
0: What specific performance measure or measures beyond what you've already just outlined should also be analyzed during a sales compensation audit?
1: First and foremost, you need to make sure that the sales compensation plan when you're auditing it Uh, is in alignment with the business goals and sales strategy. So that's typically where we start. You then need to look at whether or not the types of measures that you're looking at are going to contribute to the tactical execution. So does it reinforce the right kinds of behavior and activities? And then from there, you start to look at the uh, performance measures to determine whether or not those key performance measures are aligned with what the outcomes are that you're looking for, whether it's a focus on certain products, uh, whether it's uh, certain kinds of accounts, if it's just revenue, is it revenue plus margin? So there's a number of elements that when you look at the performance measures from an audit standpoint, it's uh, absolutely critical that you uh, assess those, those outcomes.
0: So Dave, you told me before we actually launched this podcast that the field of sales compensation uh, auditing is, is
1: quite wide open. What do you think that is? A lot of organizations are trying to find what the answer is, what the right kind of plan is for today. Um, as customers have had a much greater access to information uh, and can, in fact, are much more educated in terms of what they want than they were in the past. In the past, they would come to a sales organization and say, you know, what do you have to sell me? Today, they're coming and saying, here's my problem, solve my problem. So salespeople are becoming a lot more consultants to their customers, uh, and they're, they need strong business acumen as well as uh, consulting skills uh, to be able to assess the requirements for the customer and come up with a, a good solution.
0: Indeed, they do. In fact, you referenced this already, but uh, one critical aspect of sales compensation is the ability to initiate and reinforce the desired behaviors of your salespeople that you want and you want to sustain over time too. So wh- what kinds of behavioral assessments do you recommend and what do they consist of?
1: Well, when you look at um, sales behavior, depending on the nature of the role, if it's account management and you're looking for people to take an existing relationship, deepen it, introduce new products into that company. Uh, There's certain kinds of behaviors that uh, support that in terms of analytics, uh, understanding the needs of the customer. If a large part of the role that you're designing the comp plan for is around new business development, you're looking for hunters that are going out and finding new opportunities, very different skill set. A large part of that is analyzing the market, understanding who has a need for your product and services, uh, and then having the, um, the right kinds of behavior uh, to go out and find those uh, opportunities and work them t- through to, uh, to close.
0: Along those same lines, when it comes to renewing business, which is just as critical for a business as it is, you know, landing new business, correct? In fact, and then there's, we could go through a whole discussion around the cost of acquiring a new customer versus of retaining one. And in and at least in the enterprise enterprise software space, it is there's a lot of account management teams that are responsible for those renewals in conjunction with sales. So just based on the assessment that you just kind of outlined for us, for the hunters, for example, is there what do you recommend when you're just looking at the other part, other components of an organization that's responsible for renewals?
1: Everybody today is looking for growth, and it's one thing to have have the hunters getting new business, but if it's going out the back door as quickly as it's coming in, you're not getting the growth. So account management is huge in terms of account retention and revenue retention. And in order to get growth, you need both. So you're, the folks that are in your your account management side really need to be looking at how to deepen the relationships and become, uh, as opposed to somebody trying to sell a product to the customer uh, becoming more of a resource to their customer uh, that they can count on for um, not just the products and services but to come forward and understand their business so that they can provide solutions that will add value to the customer
0: now Dave, once an audit is completed and ready to communicate to the sales force, how do you recommend that sales leaders roll them out to ensure you know complete comprehension and participation
1: well i 'll tell you um, a large opportunity that exists right now uh, within the sales compensation design field centers around communication. It's probably the area that most organizations do poorly. They also don't take advantage of the opportunity to make sure that the employees that are working under these plans uh, are, are thoroughly knowledgeable and really understand the intent. Very often we communicate the mechanics of the plan But we don't look at what the objectives are and the kinds of behavior that we're looking for out of these salespeople. The other piece to that is if you can't get the sales leader to take ownership for this, uh, then it's probably not a good idea to make a change to the comp plan because the people that salespeople look up to um, and the people that are uh, the leaders within that function, uh, they need to be the ones that champion this kind of change. They need to not only participate in it, they need to understand it, and it needs to be cascaded down through the management ranks to ensure that when salespeople come forward and have questions, that everybody's on the same page in terms of what the plan's intended to do and how it works.
0: Thank you so much again for being on the CPSA podcast. Where can we find more information about Sales Resources Group and what you're doing today?
1: Kevin, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Thank you for
0: listening to the Sales Talent and Recruitment Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales
1: Association at cpsa.com.